You're listening to The Marketing Trench, the official podcast where no real estate professional gets left behind in the pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. A podcast designed to help you build the foundation of a powerful real estate career. Join real estate experts Ricardo Bueno, Marketing Technology Director at West, Dustin Stevie, CEO of Lighthouse Escrow, and Scott Shang, partner at Bywise Mortgage and founder of Find My Way Home, as they bring you real-world strategies, marketing ideas, and solutions straight from the trench. <laughs> you guys slept dweebs. <laughs> Welcome to the Marketing Trench Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We've got Super Bowl coming up in a week, less than a week, okay? And we all know in this industry that what that means is that right after Super Bowl, Everything gets crazy busy. The market explodes. That's just the historical trend. So I'm already starting to receive the emails and the texts. And this is what I want to talk to you two about because you guys have talked to agents about this. You, you've been in the business. You know how this goes. People say things to me and they say, I'm going to close 50 homes this, this <laughs> year. And they closed one last year. I'm going to do a thousand loans, right? Like they come in all hot like the hair, ready to fire off the line. Okay. And my question to you guys is when someone you know or someone you've been talking with comes with that hot like the hair attitude and they're like, I'm going to go spend money on all these lead gens and I'm going to go close all that's, these homes. That's not good. What do you do? <laughs> How do you respond to them? What do you say to them? I ask them what's their game plan and I ask them what are you doing now to get you there? And when somebody Oh dude, that's so boring. I know it is boring. Well, what's even more what's even more boring and this is great for uh podcasting is I smile and nod my head. <laughs> no, no, but but Scott and I have been there where there's a lot of people who want to throw money at the problem. There's a lot of people who invest in a lot of technology and they think, well, I need to close. I only closed eight last year. I need to close 20 this year. I need to double or triple my production. Mm-hmm. I don't think jumping to or throwing down $2,000 on, <clears throat> on a platform is the answer to it. Why? <laughs> like, what if it works? Like, what if it cranks out all these for, leads? Like first, first of all, there's a, there's a, there's a very deep rooted psychological, crutch that they're depending on that that they're caught in it's kind of like it's kind of like this um enthusiasm loop that that you know towards the end of the year they take it off and then they're like it's the whole new year's resolution fallacy right it's just Mm -hmm. it's a myth and and it's just it's a very difficult and that's why, you know, we kind of talked about the 12 week year and, and that was trying to take that psychology and break it up and chunk it up. And, you know, quite frankly, I mean, I wonder how much of it has to do with um, how much do you really love your job? How much do you really love what you do? And, and what is your purpose? Well, why well, well, are you on. doing it? What, why, why does that have anything to do with me going to crush it this be, year? Because, <laughs> because I, I, always feel the same way about what I'm doing. It doesn't go up and down. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly focused on what I'm trying to do and who I'm trying to help. And it, and it's not, 
I want to close a, a thousand, a thousand, if I'm going to close a thousand houses, they're thinking paychecks, right? They're thinking, I'm going to make all this money. But what if you helped a thousand families become homeowners? They're not thinking customer service. They're not thinking customer service. They're not thinking customer first. They're not driven by their passion to be do something greater than themselves. So when we focus it's, it's in turn our turn and burn transaction, it's a turn and burn transaction, but it's a turn and burn morality almost it, it really is mm -hmm. just it's mm -hmm. about me and 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 the rest of us don't care if you continuously lose faith and then try to find faith in yourself again and and and, and that's really what it is it's just like Oh, man. I let myself go and and now I'm going to, and then somebody comes along and says, you can do it. And you're like, yes, I can, <laughs> you know, and that's just, it's not genuine and it's not yeah. going to last. It's superficial excitement and superficial activity. And, and I mean, this, I don't know if this is where you wanted to go with it, but I think it's all about purpose. Why well, do you, yeah. why do you do what you do? Well, so what I want to do is I want to help the person who's in this situation. Yep. Because like I said, I've had those conversations the last, even just the last few weeks. You guys clearly have had those conversations probably many more times, especially Ricardo, because you're talking to a lot of different people uh, in the various jobs that you have. And so I'm thinking, okay, I want to say all of what you just said, Scott. Like I, I, I hadn't thought about it in sort of moral and deep purpose terms. But as you said, it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally right. But what like how do you how do you help someone open their eyes to see that it's not meaningful and it's not going to last and they're just going to flame out real fast because you don't want to be that pessimistic jerk. So, okay, so let me give you an example of somebody who isn't like that, and this is somebody that Ricardo introduced us to. It's a couple of real estate agents out in Riverside, and. Um, he does really, really, really well. He's very well involved in, um, in, in, he's deeply committed to his faith. He's deeply committed to his family. He's lived in the same area for a long time. Um, he has, the reason he does what he does is because for $1,200, he can build a home for a family in El Salvador. For $1,200, he can give a home. These people live on dirt floors in this village. And, and, and it, even above that, and so we walk into his office, which is in his house, and he has this big mural of, of pictures of all of the pictures from this village that he, donate, that he donates this money to. And he was introduced to them by one of his... Uh, one of his peers who was on a mission down there and ended up marrying a girl from this village. And he said, you know what, there's an opportunity to change people's lives here. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, if a kid, if, if, if a, if a child in this village, in this area, and I hope I'm right. I hope it's El Salvador. <laughs> Maybe it's Guatemala or El Salvador. It's, it's a it's South, South American, American it's a South American country. Yeah. And if a child completes high school like if they finish high school it's almost the same they earn like something like 14 times more they can reach above poverty level if they can finish high school and a small percentage of people do and here's the catch it costs 247 dollars 
to put a kid through high school. And so what he does is they find these families and they pay for half of it if the family can come up with the other half. And and like if you finish that, that's like having an engineering degree in this in this city. Mm. And, and and because it's mostly like an agricultural thing. So he pretty consistently does about 50 sides a year. Right. And he has a new partner on mm. and and he does about 25 and they want to go from 75 to 100 because they can help more families. And this and you look at this guy and you're like, this guy's not he's not a ball of energy. He's not a he's just a totally chill dude. Mm. And you sit down and you talk to him. He's just like the the most unassuming person <laughs> I've almost ever met. But you can tell by talking to him that he's a good soul. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. And that's what and, and the first thing I did when I walked in, I'm like, wow, what are, you, what are you doing with this? It looks like there's something going on. And he started talking to me. So we talked almost an hour, hour and a half about his purpose, about why he does what he does. And, and then he's like, yeah, I want to do these things. And I'm like, oh, cool. You're, um, you're missing a couple of tech pieces here that we can go ahead and connect. And, um, and we're working on this thing that we think can help generate a few more leads and, and here's some tech stuff we can do to help you. And I think that's going to get you, um, and we, and and you can do more with your past clients Mm -hmm. and we got them on a home Mm buy and immediately they started coming in like they always do (laughs) when you put them in a home buy. And, um, and you know, I feel, I feel great about this, but what I got to stop you. Cause this is an interesting story, but what do you think it is about purpose that distinguishes the agent who comes in hot and ready to make a bunch of money, by the way, I mean, oh, that can really a, drive people. Well, his, his house is a compound. It, it, he, he, well, he lives, he doing, lives very nicely. Yeah. If he's doing he's 50 a, sides a year, he's doing well. Yeah, right. I Even I don't know. I feel like you're more intentional about the decisions you make in your business. Okay. You have, so purpose gives well, you intentionality. Yeah. It gives you it gives you something to latch on to that. I, okay, so this is dumb, but but you know how your kids would say, I don't know, this is probably politically incorrect, and maybe I'm showing my age, but it's like if you don't finish the food on your plate, there's children in China that are starving, right? Finish right. your food. But it's that kind of thing. He knows that if he's not successful in business that the the people in this village don't benefit. Okay, but, and, but and the counter argument is there are people who if they're not successful they can't pay rent. They can't feed themselves. And maybe, you know, maybe this guy happens to be driven by, you know, we'll call it charity or generosity. Okay. But there are other people who are driven by wanting to own a Lamborghini. So, <laughs> why why are those not equal drivers in your mind? Money doesn't buy happiness. It, 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 it avoids certain it problems. It buys the things that makes you happy. <laughs> no, it, like it, a Lamborghini. I'm playing the devil's know, advocate man. here. Cause I, I, you, I tend no, to you are, you, but, but this is, but this is a, this is, this is a fundamental spiritual and religious. This is, this is the, the gutting of purpose out of society. We live in a, we live in a frictionless online world where you get instant answers for everything that you want. You don't have to work for anything mm-hmm. anymore. Everything is instant millionaire. You've got companies that don't do anything that are worth a billion dollars. And what's, what's, I just, I just think it makes you, I, I honestly think that having a purpose makes you more intentional and more, um, more, yeah, just more intentional about the decision. You can have anything in life you want if you help enough others we, get what they want. We met an agent who, um, so she's driven by money. She mm-hmm. she she wants to 
she wants to be flashy. She hangs out in all the right places in Newport and Corona del Mar. Mm-hmm. Um, closed her first deal, went on vacation, you know, spent it all. Mm-hmm. And I just found out uh, she's moving back in with her parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody that I know that has strived for that kind of lifestyle lived in their parents' basement. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I knew a guy in the mortgage business many, many years ago. Um, that did only the 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 worst obnoxious um, unethical loans, and he would make you know twenty five fifty thousand dollars off of a loan, and then he would go travel around the country, yeah. and he was one of the most depressed and, and miserable people that I've ever known in my life. But he would buy the brand new BMW, the you know two hundred. You know, I mean, I've got another buddy that I know that that doesn't do any business. And he went out and bought a $250,000 car and and he does no business, (laughs) but online he likes to pretend like he does, but, and, and, and he's like, he's one of the most depressed people that I know. I'm I'm actually friends with him. And if he listens to this, he's going to, I'll never talk to him again, but it's because I care about him. Mm -hmm. You know, it hurts me to see people like that. And, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with making money. Yeah, but but I what I've found consistently is the people that have the most give the most. Yeah. But I'm an agent and it's January, you know, you 20 something. I got to pay bills and I'm fired up. So why are you coming wet blanket and <laughs> telling me that I've got all the wrong all the wrong motives and I'm going to fail because of my motives. Like, well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Would you approach your business differently if your brother who doesn't have health insurance, uh, have had, has cancer and it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars that they don't have. Um, and there's a 98% chance of survival if they can get this treatment, but they don't have any money and he can't work because he's sick. Would your would your focus be different? Yeah, that's a great question. I want to say yes. I don't know. Well, if you say no, you're a bad person. Maybe no, but but no, but I'm being I'm being I'm being honest though. Maybe no, I'm being I'm being honest though. If if it was life and death, would you make different decisions? That's an interesting thought experiment that you should that you should put yourself through. You should sit in a dark room and say, who is the person that I love most? And if the only thing that would help them is money, would you approach the way that you'd earn money in a different way with a different okay, let me, type of motivation? Let me reframe the hypothetical that I started with because I feel like maybe we're a bit far. So what if the hypothetical I started with was this person comes to me and they say, I'm going to sell 50 homes this year after only selling one last year, and I'm going to do it because I want to feed kids in Guatemala. Would you say that that person actually has a much better shot? Like, would you would you be on board or would you be equally skeptical? No, only, only if they – if okay – I think the person that truly wanted to help kids in Guatemala would would lead that conversation in a different way. They would say, Dustin, you're a good friend of mine. Listen, man, I was touched so deeply. I, I discovered that this thing is going on and and I don't know what it is. I can't sleep at night if I can't help these people. Mm-hmm. And and quite honestly, I, I'm I kind of want to know if there's any way that you can help me with this as well. Because I think if we work together on this thing, we can achieve this. I, I think a lot of it is uh, mindset and attitude. Mm-hmm. For sure, it's 100% mindset and attitude. Do you have the right mindset and attitude about how you're approaching your business and this business? 
But you don't um, get that out of a book and you don't get it from a speak no, from I, an external I, I source. It's, it's internal. It's, it's, it's all in internally uh, yeah, sourced. All of it is. But I think a lot of it is mindset and attitude and in having the right headspace to make the right and smart business decisions. So when the agent comes to you all hot and fired up after having been dead for the past I, year, I, I you're skeptical agents. of the mindset and attitude where Scott's skeptical of the purpose. Yeah, because I, I meet agents all day long who are in that exact scenario and their idea is I just want to throw money at the problem. Yeah. Throwing money at the problem doesn't fix your mindset. It's putting a bandaid on a bullet hole. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? I didn't catch that. That's putting a bandaid on a bullet hole. Oh. It's not, it's not going to do anything. It's going to, well, what if, so what if you, what if you have a pile of cash, let's just say you got $30,000 that you can throw at 10 or 20 different marketing efforts to see which one works and that's your plan, right? Spray and pray. And, and all you need is you just need to start generating business. And then as you see which one generates, you start doubling if, down. If you got that money to blow, I say go for it. But you have to, you have to, we talked about it in a previous episode. Um, I forget which episode, but we talked about playing the long game, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be short-term tactics with any of this stuff, not in this business. I, well, I just don't. I don't think that that works. But you, but but we have also talked about how you can you can try multiple different things and yeah. then sort of retest and then try something you know basically like hey I, which I guess, of the five works best I guess double down the on that. Scenario that I default to is uh, one agent that you and I met who uh, jumped from platform to platform to platform over a three month period. I spent two thousand dollars on this one. I spent six thousand dollars on this one. I spent eight thousand dollars. But Ricardo, one, that's because works. they didn't. The other ones didn't work. right well you so people can't see your face but you you said that sarcastically um (laughs) it's it's in the tone i suppose but you said that sarcastically but you know people people have tried it and they're not getting business out of it i i i don't think this is about business i think this is I, i think this is deeper than this i think this is the people that are the most successful are just it depends on whether they earn it. I want to, I want to circle back real quick because you said what happens if somebody comes up to you and says this, right. And we're kind of, I'm, I'm going kind of deep because you shouldn't have had me involved in this conversation if you didn't want to go deep, <laughs> right. but, but because I can't, I, I can't not go there because so I'm that's always where you looking would go for this in that conversation. No, no. What I would do if I actually, if I cared about the person, I would I would say, wow, that's really amazing. What what are you going to do? And and is there and, and I would look for an opportunity to help them if I thought their heart was in the right place and and if I cared about them, I would I would say, listen, I'm here for you. I'll do whatever I'll do whatever I can do to to help you. But that also includes um, if they say, I'm gonna do this, and if I think they're thinking short term, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, you should try that. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, listen, that's cool. That seems like it's going to do this. But if this happens, then what? You know, then what are you going to do with it? Because money will. OK, so and let's make another thing perfectly clear. If you come into thirty thousand dollars and you just could never catch a break and this thing is going to kick off the momentum that you can then take that thing and run with it then absolutely you do it and you're like you're like cool that's your short game what's your long game what are you going to do with this because i i I mean i'll tell you that and that's that's a reality for a lot of people they have great hearts they're good people but they can't catch a break for Mm -hmm. whatever reason 
And that's perfectly fine. But that person that came up to me, I would know, I, know, I would know that about that person. The, the, the people that, the people that come up to me and say, and start bragging to me about how well they're going to do. Those are also the same people that brag about their awards and their, their certifications. And, and they try to hide behind titles and they try to say, these things represent my worth, right? When, when they really don't, they are just, they represent your accomplishment or you passed a test or something. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's a short-term accomplishment, but it doesn't make you who you are. We're in a tough business, man. I mean, we're only having this conversation because you don't hear anybody in the factory say, I'm going to increase my widget production by 10% this year. You know, we're talking about entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are not, uh, entrepreneurs are a different animal. You're, you're self-motivate yourself. You have to be self-motivated. If you're an entrepreneur, because you think you're going to make more money, you haven't been an entrepreneur long enough. You're going to work twice as hard for half as much until you don't anymore. The, the thing that's driving this question for me is, is that I really care about the people who come talk to me. Right? So if the person who says this to me is the kind of person who I think is just flashy blowhard, uh, well, probably they're not talking to me. Cool story, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just sort of <laughs> nod and smile like you, like you say. But I've had people who I really care about and I want them to succeed come and you know say some variation of this. And my inclination is to do exactly what you guys are saying. Like, okay, hold on. Let's like dive into this. Let's channel this energy a little. But I feel like what I'm saying to them is, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. And that's <laughs> like, I don't want to say that to my friend who I care about, even though I think it's true. I, I optimally, uh, they, they will succeed and they'll take that energy and they'll go do things. I'm mm-hmm. just concerned that they're going to blow up. Well, I, I think, I, I think what it is, you can throw gas on a fire, but if you don't have the right fuel, it's going to burn out eventually. So you can flare that up, but if you don't have the right fuel source and if you don't have the right fuel source, you're eventually the flame is going to filter out. It's going to, it's going to blow out. Yeah. And, and really all it is, is it, it's, it's people have, they have inaccurate expectations of what it will take for them to reach that goal. So I've always, I've always, I came to this conclusion and because I, I, I struggled with depression, you know, most of my life when I was a kid and blah, 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 who cares? Everybody has problems. But, but I really came to the, I came to the conclusion, I came to the realization one day that all, all frustration, all disappointment is a result of you expecting things to be different than they are. It's not that you can't do it. It's just, I thought it was going to be this way. And then I bet my entire soul and all of my happiness on an outcome. But if that outcome is inaccurate, if you're, if you're pointing towards the wrong target, it doesn't matter if you hit it or not. If it's not the right target, you're not any better off than where you started. Mm-hmm. And, and so depression and disappointment is just because you assume things should be different from what they are. So I came to the conclusion that maybe I don't know the way things are supposed to be, but I do know how I think, feel and act today. So I know, I know what's important to me today. I know what my values are today. And, and that makes me feel good. And that makes me feel like I'm doing things for the right reason. I, again, it's, it's cheesy, man, but it's, it's purpose. No, actually it makes me, so 
I want to flesh that out a bit because you've sparked a bunch of thoughts in my. You want to flesh that down a bit? I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna completely discount everything. Where's my poop emoji? Um, let's flesh that out a bit. So it sounds like part of what you're saying here is that the kind of person who comes in hot and heavy, ready to like have a amazing year in January, they have these expectations and they're not realistic. And you're and you would say based on my life experience you, sir, are setting yourself up for failure. Like you, Mr. Hot and Heavy Person, you're setting yourself up for failure. Because, because, because... You're throwing gas on coals instead of adding more logs. Well, okay. And and, and an example of a log would be like long-term, like past client nurturing. It's fuel. It's what what makes you propel forward. Yeah, it's what makes you propel forward. It's your purpose. It's your reason. It's why are you doing it? What's the, what is the thing that fuels that fire? Because the fire is real. The fuel is just not is just okay. not sound enough to keep the flame going. So when you say fuel, you're not talking about stuff like how good of processes do you have to follow up with your past clients or how good is your CRM or anything like you're talking about an inner will. No, I, th- I think I think your systems are part of your I think the systems are part of your fuel. I, 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 th- I think that entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs don't reflect enough sometimes because there is such a huge industry around keeping entrepreneurs thinking unrealistically. So it's always this. It's what do the, you mean? It's the whole self-help. It's the easy button. It's the, it's the, there's an entire industry that's designed to keep sales, to keep entrepreneurs irrational. Right. It's to give them irrational expectations about about outcomes. Right. With without it can work. Right. Like there are a lot of people in the room who make good money following. the. And and sometimes you have all the fuel and you have all the passion, but you lack motivation. You can learn motivation, but you can't. But you have to purpose is almost revealed. Right. Uh, It's almost like this is this is why I'm doing this. And it could be family. You know, it could be you just some people it could be it, straight up money. Some people it could be you've got a baby on the way. And and all of a sudden <laughs> you you got a little pep in your step because it's not about you anymore. I, I'd go that way right now. <laughs> oh really? I I didn't I didn't I didn't know that. Actually, no, no, but is, I no, but I, I have noticed it. No, but I, Ricardo's the one who came in hot and heavy. <laughs> no, but it, no, but I no, but I, I absolutely. We've been talking about you this whole time. No, listen, I, I I love Ricardo as a brother from another mother, from a completely different country, and 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 but but no, I mean it, Ricardo's a, Ricardo's like a spirit animal for me. He's like he's he's like I I, I love Ricardo, and I. And I see, I see him, I see him thinking different ways. I see his mindset changing. He has an incredible soul in it. He's a very, very giving person. If anything, he gives too much, right? Are we heard of this? Yes, <laughs> without right, without 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 expectation of anything in return. He's one of the most giving people that I know. But I absolutely notice a new fire because he's recently married and and he has a a a, a young bueno on the way, and uh, and it changes your perspective on oh, yeah. life. And and now you're not thinking about whether Ricardo's going to have beer money, you're, right? It's it's not that at all. It's now it's like I have these things in my life that are more important than me, mm-hmm. and 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 that causes you to that that causes you to think differently. And it causes you to question your activities and your actions, and um, 
lot kids of, a don't lot live of, as long as parrots, but they live an awful long time. So you got it. You're going to be in this game for a long time. I just time. see a lot of people making bad business decisions, poor business decisions. I don't know if they don't think about what they do or they're rash and they invest in something because this is going to help solve my problems. I have people come into meetings every day and say, I just need more leads. Yeah. Like, what's that going to do? Well, it's going to give me more opportunities at bat. Is it though? Because then they turn around and complain about um, the quality of the leads. Like, that's the problem. And that's what I mean about having, we talked about setting expectations, playing the long well, game and all of that stuff. This is a fundamental mindset. Are you responsible for your future or are outside influences preventing how do you, you from how reaching do you, your potential? Well, that's why I say a lot of it is, for sure, attitude and mindset. It sounds cheesy to say, but it's true. And I believe it's literally a switch. I believe it's literally mm-hmm. a moment of mm-hmm. self-realization. And it's like, oh shit, I was looking for the wrong thing. How do you mm-hmm. how do you self-diagnose? Or can you? No. You no, can't. You, no. Yeah, you, you I don't think you can. I think you can. I don't think you okay, can. Okay, so let's let's Ricardo, why do you think you can't? Uh, you, you don't you don't think they can't. So no, why not? They they can't see past their um, they can't see past themselves. They can't criticize themselves. Everything I'm doing is right, and I, I should know. I just need to do more. Is that why they're so happy? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that so was sarcasm. So you, I, you, you I don't believe they can self. I don't think you can self-diagnose. You believe people are so self-deceived at that point. And maybe just in general that yeah. they need. I think in society today, it's far more difficult for for you to uh, practice self reflection than it than it ever has 100%. been because, because there's so much stimuli. Because then you look at other people's success and you're like, "Well, I want that," and you're yeah. not really. Right. You you just and then you and then you and then you pinpoint some outside influence that's preventing you from reaching your potential. Right. By the way, I just want to point out. You pointed at your phone, Ricardo, when you said that. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Because that's exactly, that's exactly. Is that a Freudian gesture? (laughs) uh, Yeah, I think it is. Well, yeah, I think it is. But I think it's, I think we, does anyone in the room disagree with that? No. No. Right. And I I mean, I don't, I've definitely, you know, uh, I've battled depression as well. Um, undiagnosed, but it, I mean, it feels like depression to me where, and you know, it is brought on by social media posts, you know, where I see people and it looks like they're just out there killing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, mm-hmm. actually, it's not necessarily business for me. It's more family. So this, this person out here is a doctor, but he's also with his kids all the time. And when he's not doing that, he's doing doctors without borders. Right. That, and I'm like, Oh man, that guy is just crushing life. And when <laughs> I'm at home with my son, it's all that I can do to maintain my sanity. He's he's young. He's only nine months, right? But like, it's really hard, and I don't feel amazing like this guy feels amazing. <laughs> but um, you also said that this this person who you perceive as being incredibly successful, it sounds like they're donating a lot of their time and energy to Doctors Without Borders, right? Which I think is a is a is the moral of that story. Well, but I mean, I I feel like I also have purpose. I mean, the fact that that guy has purpose, yeah, probably I, drives. But to, but to going back to the question of can you self-diagnose, I feel like I might be able to self-diagnose, but I might not be able to figure out exactly what my problem is. Scott, you think people can self-diagnose? Do you think they can figure out what their problem I, is? No, I, I, I guess I'm kind of with. I, I guess I'm kind of with Ricardo. It's, it's very, very difficult to self-diagnose, and I think that comes that that 
that comes back to um, who you surround yourself with and what kind 100%. of stimuli you invite into your life. If you spend your life on, and this is why I'm, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm young enough that I'm going to see what the 12 and 13 year old kids lives are going to be like that their entire purpose in life is, is likes and, 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 and engagement on Instagram and, and, and the, the most superficial uh, stimuli is how they base is how they judge the, their own personal value until I, they I, actually stop using Instagram completely. I have a sales rep now who's been doing, doing some new things. And just as he starts to score some wins and build some momentum, he always defaults back to, but this other guy's killing it. Look at, look at what he's doing on social. He's just killing it, man. I wish I had that. I wish I could do that on social. And let's, I wish, let's go ahead and, and dispel this myth right now. And so everything on social is a lie. I know. I know. And so everything. I, kept, I kept saying, stop focusing and worrying about what that other person is doing and keep doing what you're doing. Head down, keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And now he's beating that other rep by about 15, 18 orders. That's Interesting. Awesome. Actually, I want to latch on to and, something. And it's just, it's you know, part, part, but Scott but part of that, up. part of that also, Ricardo, mm-hmm. was because of the people that he surrounded himself with that I yes. think gave him that confidence. Yeah. And that was partial, that was a big part of you. Right. And I think this is actually maybe a good place to sort of wrap up because I, I because I want to really, because everybody wants to kill themselves now. Yeah, because they're <laughs> they're all unhappy and depressed. Um, because I think that if you are coming in hot as the hair, ready to just crush it, right? Which is fine. Like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with wanting to motivation is great. Motivation's great, uh, but a you don't have a purpose, and uh, and so you know it's going to be quick burn, you know, fire. But b Maybe the maybe the thing to do if 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 you're that person is to take a look at the people around you mm-hmm. and to see who you're surrounding yourself with. And are those people like long-term co-adventurers with you? Are they the kind of people who are pushing you up to better things and helping you to be reflective and see, you know, hey, are you supporting you, see, you being honest, right? With being you. honest with you, or are they in your same boat of playing the game that you know you're playing? Because let's be honest, I I do think people know when they're playing the games. Um, and do, uh, and are they the kind of people who are trying to get rich quick like you? And at the end of the day, when you're done hanging out with them, you don't really feel, in fact, you probably feel worse, but you don't feel great about it. And if, if you're that person coming in hot as the hair and you don't have the right people surrounding yourself, maybe that's the first place to start. Mm -hmm. Maybe instead of like pursuing some new lead thing or whatever, surround yourself with people who are better than you. Uh, like I would consider you two to be better than me which is part of the reason that I, I wanted to surround myself with you guys because I'm like, okay, like you guys are thinking, you guys are always striving, you're out in the field, you're doing interesting stuff, you challenge me. Um, and so every time I'm with you guys, almost every time I'm with you guys, uh, I feel better after having been with you guys, right? And we you just have that. to learn to all be Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> the brutally honest Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Um, so, so maybe that's the big takeaway here is, uh, don't look to systems and understand that if you're, if you're feeling that way, you know, maybe the first place to channel that energy is to your friend group, to the people you surround yourself with. Love to hear your feedback. If you have thoughts on, you know, what do you say to somebody who comes to you hot as the hair, ready to shoot out the gate and just crush it, but you're really skeptical. What do you say to them? We'd love to hear it. Go to our Facebook group. You can uh, join in the conversation there. 
Uh, and if you want to listen to past episodes that we referenced here on the Marketing Trench today, you can go to the marketingtrench.fm and listen to past episodes there. We would love it if you tell your friends about our podcast, share it with them. Uh, if you really are enjoying it, please leave a five-star review, um, five stars and a review. Uh, if you're not enjoying it, don't go and leave a review. We don't care. <laughs> we don't want to hear it from you. <laughs> Until next time, this has been the Marketing Trench Podcast. Yeah.